0: It's time for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley.
1: Decide to change it up there a little bit,
0: Blake. Oh, man, I'm excited today, He's- and I don't know why. It must be the wonderful haircut my wife gave me. <laughs> well see, I messed it up this morning because I just kind of, you know, did this. Yeah. Anyway, you know how it goes.
1: It, we didn't make it 53 seconds into the show, yeah. including the intro, and it's over. No, it's over
0: no, it ain't even started yet baby
1: <sighs> welcome back to <laughs> another episode of it's too late i am your host alan mosley joined as always by my co-host the number one producer in late night and someone who looks slightly less like justin bieber today it's blake osborne blake yeah how's yeah. it going I, I i i resemble that remark go ahead try that again
0: i resemble that remark okay
1: all right how you doing buddy you Doing am doing, yep. doing
0: good man yeah good Okay, had an exciting
1: weekend. (laughs) You told me about that. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell the folks at home what you did this I I
0: drove 14 hours. Okay. I drove all the way down to Panama City uh, where my wife and I and family picked up a set of beautiful Ria chicks from uh, the wonderful zoo world, which is down there in the Gulf. If you ever go down there, you got to check it out. Really cool place. Great animals. Great folks. Brought them all the way back to Tennessee. And now they're residing at our farm. And we are so honored to have them as part of it.
1: So for folks who don't know what a great area is, so Blank mm-hmm. has these birds. That, so they're, they're velociraptors. Basically. So Blank, Blank already had velociraptors mm-hmm. at, his, at his goat farm. Mm-hmm. At his goat farm. Eh, it's a lot more than goats. They decided they need a few more velociraptors. <laughs> so he drove 14 hours yep. round trip to make sure That's right. that the customers of his petting zoo get mauled <laughs> to death.
0: <laughs> no one's going to get mauled. They're sweet birds. Fourth largest I mean, flightless bird. They're, they're like – I've seen them. They're like – No, they're, no. They're not as scary as cassowaries, man. They're just – Whatever. They're like – they look like little ostriches.
1: Whatever. So <laughs> I, I have something that I actually wanted to share in okay. the monologue. Okay. And, and this is news to Blake. Okay. Do you remember us talking last week about kind of like the outrage porn yes. and, and – Sometimes you see things and you're kind of like, the only reason they put that out is because some right-wingers being a snowflake. But it's not really that bad. Okay. I saw this graphic and I thought this was a joke. And I was wrong. This is legit. Go ahead and pull that up. Inclusion and representation standards to be eligible for best picture consideration for the 96th Oscars. So that's starting in 2024. A film must meet two out of four standards. A- on-screen representation, themes, and narratives. So okay. this is talking about inclusion and representation okay. of, of minorities and protected classes. Gotcha. B, creative leadership and project team. Okay. C, industry access and opportunities. Okay. D, audience development. What does that mean? Now, I, I actually talked to a couple of folks about that okay. one before, before I put this in the show today to say, okay. what, what do you interpret it to mean, audience development? Yeah, and all I can think of is propagandize. If really? you can propagandize your audience to to think or act a certain way, then okay. you're developing the audience. You're bringing more people around specifically to your like viewpoint view. or worldview or or whatever. Ugh. So so anyway, yeah. You starting in 2024, you don't even get considered for Best Picture. Like you make The Godfather. Yeah. Okay. And The Godfather has a low percentage of minorities in the filming. Okay. Um, Of course, that was done some years ago. So let's just say, I don't know for certain, but let's just say there's a relatively low percentage of minorities involved in the cast and crew. Right. Um, Now, keep in mind, let's, of course, we're saying minorities, but let's just, just to make things easy. Let's say African-Americans. Okay. If African-Americans make up a 10% of the population, but you know, that's not good enough for Hollywood. It's got to be like 50, 50. Yeah. So if you have a demographically proportional number of people on your cast and crew, that's Uh probably not good enough. Right. So if you're not developing the audience, whatever that means. Right. And you don't have uh, representation in your cast and crew. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you don't meet at least half of their criteria for inclusion, you're just automatically disqualified from your film being considered for best picture. Interesting. The the thing is, is that, like, I'm not really one of those big awards snubs. Like, if I like a movie and it does win a lot of Academy Awards, Uh then I might mention that in passing. Oh, I like this movie a lot. You know, it won a bunch of awards. Right. But I'm not saying that that's the end-all be-all.
0: Okay, so, so what about like ethnically specific movies?
1: I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think, this, so this is what I think will happen. Basically, you have to make a movie that is just tripe that just specifically <laughs> targets that narrative. Like it has to be a movie on, yes. that specifically talks about just racial justice issues. Uh-huh. And and because it specifically talks about those themes, uh-huh. it, of course, has a very diverse cast. Gotcha. So if you make a movie about slavery in pre-Civil War America, okay. and, then, and then you have a, a bunch of actors in it portraying the roles of slaves... Uh-huh. Then by default you're kind of you're kind of included on that list. Right, right. But if I make a movie about whatever. So if I make The Godfather, yeah, and it's talking about mid mid twentieth century gangsters in yeah. New York. And it's predominantly, of course, that technically would be Italian Americans. Right. Which would technically be a minority. But you know that they would just say that's white. Yeah. So if you have predominantly white actors portraying Italian Americans in the middle of the 20th century, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking you probably wouldn't meet their criteria.
0: Right. Interesting.
1: So I just... Mm. To me, all that means is is that I, any awards after twenty twenty four are just defunct. It no yeah. longer matters. Right. You can't consider it legitimate. It's not. And the and the last point too is is I actually saw a bunch of lefty types saying, "Oh, you know, yes, this is great news." There, there. We, we have to. The phrase that I keep seeing is, "We have to force change." That's force such a change. funny turn of phrase. We yeah. have to force change because force implies coercion yeah. implies violence yeah so we have to force change people things aren't changing fast enough to our liking so we have to force change but the thing is is that i always consider their methods to be the most racist yeah the most discriminatory absolutely because what you're saying is is that if you make a movie and it and it features those cast and crew members and it talks about those themes then it won't get its due Because it's not, it's, but to me that what that's really saying is, is they're not good enough Yeah. because we've had plenty of works of art that talked about societal issues at that time or in in a historical time and it being an allegory to modern day. Right. There's tons of, of TV and film that do that now and have, and have received critical acclaim. Yeah. But the point being is it's not that you just can do that you must right. do that that actually yeah. blows my mind yeah i don't know why it does but it but actually you, blo- like you can't just make something of personal interest uh-huh. of 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 niche hobby yeah that's no uh, it can't just be fun yeah it can't just no. be funny it can't just it can't just be entertaining and it can't just be well done it has to be entertaining and well done and represent what we want to promote that it has to have that last caveat in there
0: it's just what you would expect out of hollywood
1: dude speaking of what you'd expect out of hollywood mm-hmm. we're going to be talking a little bit more about hollywood later in the show Ooh. so we better get to us so we'll be yes, right sir. back after this break don't go away If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Yeah. Mm. Hey, uh, hey Blake. Yeah. What time is it?
0: It's time for mm. Meme of the
1: Week. Nah. A Californian degrades your flyover state, but you have electricity.
0: <laughs> I'm loving the Leonardo DiCaprio memes. Those have been popping up like crazy lately. Dude. I know,
1: right? So, have <laughs> have you ever lived anywhere, blank, where the where you had like rolling blackouts? Oh yeah, you dude, have. Yeah. Florida. What was that like? <laughs> Miami,
0: dude. Oh, oh, you Miami had those. You had those bad, in Miami, bro. When I was a little kid, dude. I mean, the the power would go out for like hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'd be like. Just in the middle of nowhere, It just all of a sudden, like, zzz, and you're you're sitting there, and it's like, dude, is this ever gonna like come back on? And then Hurricane Andrew, of course, we had no power for almost a month. Yeah. that was fun in yeah. Miami. Mosquitoes, heat.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen people making the comments about how you know if California seceded, then as a nation, it mm. would have one of the top, however many biggest economies on Earth. Yeah, and yet despite that enormous economy, they still have. Basic infrastructure issues like having to ration electricity and water and and having to have rolling blackouts and that sort of thing.
0: Well, in their defense right now, it's pretty bad over there, man. I mean, they had like 116 degrees and now they got those wildfires.
1: Yeah, but that's the but that but see you're you're that's yeah. that's that's a, that's a fallacy, Blake. Okay. The point being if you are that if you're one of that biggest economy on earth, then you should have the True. money True. to True. be able to build the infrastructure to combat said problems yeah. and, and, you're right. and and everyone on the power grid be able to do what they want. Every paying customer should be able to get the service that they're paying for. Sure. They can't because a they they still have tons of debt. They still yeah. have subsidy. Yeah. And b a lot of their money goes to various other programs that aren't basic <laughs> subsistence-like. And it's oh, not yeah. even subsistence because people still have to pay. Like, yeah. you don't get your electricity for free. No. It's paying customers who are paying for their service yeah. still don't get to enjoy their service the way they want because they physically, the mainframe can't handle it.
0: Yeah, but you know those solar panels,
1: though, you yeah. know. Well, what about those solar panels? You know,
0: the state of California required everybody who builds a new house to now have solar panels on the roof. Maybe that's why it's 116 degrees
1: there. Yeah, but, of course, then you're just getting back around to the whole thing of, of housing crisis. Yeah. That, so so they, they want to subsidize construction so uh-huh. that there's always new houses being built. True. But there's tons of houses for sale <laughs> and tons of people— are being encouraged to buy a house who can't afford a house. Well, so we're right back there? around to square one yeah. where we were back in 2007, 2008. It's just a mess. But I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, though, yeah. Blake. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because, so that we could knock that down. Because, because some of the crap you're spewing <laughs> right now is the same <laughs> crap that ec- economic ignoramuses would say. Yeah. As the, oh, well, but it's it's bad right now. Oh, or, you know, oh you, well. You need
0: a little seesaw every now and then, you know. Need a little <laughs> little back and forth. There you go. You're, you're a I seesaw. I don't defend that state. You're a
1: seesaw. You're an R-word. Yeah. You're an R-word. I'm not an R-word. Um, Want to do some viewer mail? Absolutely. Let's answer some viewer mail.
0: Whatever happened to that printer?
1: Uh... Literally, as that graphic was on, I'm I'm in a group uh-huh. on Messenger here yeah. of some of our of some of our compatriots at, yeah. with the network, uh-huh. and and they're they're having some big long knockdown drag out, and I literally just sent the message as we're live at the desk. Okay. could you guys shut up? I'm trying to record. It's too late. <laughs> And you always know something's good as good as coming when there's a nonstop stream of messages and then Uh you say something like that and then there's a pause. (laughs) Like everyone's reading that thinking, what what smart ass thing can I say to Alan? (laughs) So we'll see what they say. But anyway, Jeff Johnson writes, Dear Alan and Blake, uh, is the Kool-Aid man the jar or the liquid? Now I've seen this. I've seen this on the Internet. Um he actually sent us a little graphic. I, I didn't I didn't put the graphic okay. up on the show today, so I'm sorry, Jeff. That's okay. But to me, this is this is just kind of a false premise type of a question. Okay. Why does he have to be one or the other? Like you are not your skin or your blood. Right. It, that's all a part of you. Yeah. So the so the Kool-Aid and the jar are both part of the Kool-Aid man. Yeah.
0: So he's greater than the sum of his parts.
1: Yes. Well that that's that sounds profound.
0: Mm-hmm. For a blind guy.
1: Oh, oh yeah. Um, anyway, while Dirio writes, dear Alan and Blake, what decade would you choose to grow up in? So, hmm. so I grew up in the eighties and the nineties, kind yeah. of split between the two. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I was fine with that, I suppose.
0: Yeah.
1: Like it's in some sense, it's easy to say, like, I would rather grow up more modernly because yeah. then you, you could grow up and get to have an iPhone and, and other Certainly. stuff. And some people would say, but I yearn for the simpler times of life, so I would rather have grown up further in the past. Mm-hmm. I always, by the way, I always say to those people, you're liars. It's always, <laughs> with your rosy colored glasses on, you'd say, but the 50s were cool. Oh, no, they were not. You didn't, <laughs> like you couldn't just go on the internet and look up cat videos. That's right. in, That's right. in the 50s. So no, it was terrible. Uh, can
0: I answer this one? Let me have an answer to this
1: one. Okay, what's your answer?
0: Not the 60s.
1: Not the 60s. I'll
0: tell you why. I saw a documentary on uh, the Vietnam War, and mm-hmm. they showed a clip where they were going through the dates on the board. Mm-hmm. My number was on it.
1: Yeah, so just...
0: Not the 60s, son.
1: So just don't go to Vietnam. Just don't no, do it. No. Just, just don't get drafted. My it's birthday just that easy. was on the board, bro. Just don't. Just <laughs> no, don't get drafted. Well, sir. So the answer is, is I guess I would just stick with what I got. That's right. So there you go. I 80s, like 90s. Yeah, that's right. Somewhere, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celeste Annis writes, Dear Alan and Blake, uh, oh gosh, I thought it was too late.
2: Ha, <laughs> yeah. ha.
1: What was the best field trip you ever went on? So I assume she means like best field trip related to school, not okay. like family vacation. Sure. So what was the best field trip you went on, Blake? My school used to take
0: us to Disney. <laughs> Jesus, that's what happens when you live in Florida. Just,
1: just the height of privilege. <laughs> the, that Blake Osborne, you, know, you guys. Or I just swear. distance. I don't know. Well, I didn't. I didn't live five minutes from Disney World, so yeah. we didn't. We didn't go to Disney. I. I will say, I guess this technically counts as a field trip. Okay. It wasn't like we all got on a school bus and drove there in a day. All but right. when I was in chorus in high school, we went to New York City.
0: That's kind of cool.
1: And and I know I say a lot of stuff like, oh, they're a bunch of commies, which uh-huh. where's the lie, though? Yeah, yeah. But the point being is, is that uh, I actually, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I'm, I was from, I'm from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never been north of Kentucky in my life. Okay. And then I went to New York City, and so I was the typical, oh, the big, you know, the tourist looking at the tall building. But I, I loved the architecture and and the sites and all that. Um, It was definitely the type of place I could see myself like visiting for an extended period of time. But Uh I would never want to live there because I hate I hate human beings. Okay, and there's a bunch of them there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was probably the best field trip I ever went on. So now you know that about me. This is what this is what makes viewer mail so funny. Yeah. Everyone get to gets know to know budget. each other. If <laughs> I get to know each other, I mean you guys get to know us. We don't get to know yeah. you. No. We should start asking you questions, and we'll just wait on your answers. There you go.
0: Good idea.
1: I, sh- I should write back some of these people and say, hey, hey, I'm, I'm trying to record it. It's too late. Could you guys shut up? <laughs> By the way, there's still silence in that room. Yeah. See? still silence. Um, so uh, Suzanne Sherman writes, Dear Alan and Blake, is a tambourine a drum? So she meant to submit this last week and she sent it to the wrong thread. So she did it. So Suzanne, good job this week. This yeah. is this is a question for a professional percussionist, Blank Osborne. Blank, it's is not, a tambourine a drum?
0: It's not a drum unless it's got a skin on it.
1: Okay. So if it's a tambourine as in just a hollow hoop, hoop. with b- bells Rattles. and...
0: Yeah, it's, it's a percussion device. Yeah. Yeah, but it's device. not a drum. It is not a drum. A drum has to have a skin over a hoop, and the skin's resonance is what creates the talents.
1: All right, Suzanne. Well, I, I, I can't argue with that. That is, that is straight from the authority don't on drums. I know
0: a lot about a lot of things, but I know that answer.
1: Uh, Andrew Amy writes Dear Alan and Blake, if life gives you melons, are you dyslexic? Yes. <laughs> there you go. As, as, as dyslexic people would tell you, yes. <laughs> See? Um, Jonathan Carranza. So Jonathan actually wrote a follow-up to Andrew.
2: Okay.
1: Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Blake, if Andrew Avery wrote a pun that wasn't very punny, then is he no longer very fun or even very funny? We, we have to discourage our audience from communicating with one another ahead of our segments
0: i I, th- I think they're running out of ideas and they're googling questions now
1: this is you know <laughs> this is the problem with doing like having a single thread where uh-huh. we were so every week like usually monday afternoon uh-huh. i go on there and i say it's hey it's time it's, it's uh, that time again yeah, yeah, it's for yeah, viewer yeah. meal but the thing is is these, these jokers are now Reading each other's viewer mail to get ideas on their viewer mail. Because <laughs> they're running out of ideas, bro. So, so really, they're not even asking you and no. me questions. They're 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 really just combating one another. <laughs>
0: they're saying, who can ask the stupider question.
1: <laughs> we got we got to we got to start doing anonymous viewer mail. <laughs> I I don't know. We got to start we got to start doing secret ballot viewer there mail. It is. all right. Mail in. There you go. Uh, all right. So uh, last one, uh, Jeff Johnson in uh, Blank and Allen in high school band camp or av club
0: av club
1: a- so you so you actually are a musician and play the drums but av club not band
0: i love audio gear and video gear i
1: can't help okay. it
0: settle. it's kind of my thing
1: so i wasn't in either
0: yeah you were in chorus
1: yeah first of all i was in chorus two i don't think they i don't think we had an av yeah. club
0: no you did so 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 does is, is chorus like higher up on the food chain than those guys or
1: I mean, it's just an alt. So if you right, want right, to have, if you, elite. so basically, so you have, you have to take a fine art, right? Uh-huh. Like that's yeah, typical yeah. public school. You have to take a useless class that uh-huh. won't help you in life. Right. And you have, you can take art, like, you know, art, yeah. which, <laughs> no, um, you should see some of my art.
0: Oh, come on. You got to draw something for me. I'm going to, I'm
1: going to bring something of mine in yeah. so everyone can see the the slug that's supposed to be a branch. Um, or art you could take right. band. You have to take a fine art. Yes. So you can take art, you can take band, uh-huh. or so we had chorus. So if yeah. you don't want to take art, but you don't want to take band, right. then you could take chorus. So sing. so Because anyone can sing. Not really. Uh, no, they can. This, I, this, was a, this was a phrase. So I was in chamber singer, so I was in uh, advanced okay. chorus. I, I was in advanced <laughs> chorus. Uh, but the point, this was a popular phrase we had in chamber, which was everyone can sing, but not everyone should. Um,
0: okay. Yeah. As long as it's quantified by that last part, I'll agree with you.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you agree with me in real time about my answer to the question to me in viewer mail. Sure. I swear. I can't, I'm just here to make sure you're You're still hungover from your 20 hours on the road, picking up velociraptors. Maybe tired. So the only message before we go to break, I just got to say the only message we've received when I told everybody to shut up, I'm recording, it's too late, is Jeff says, because I, I put ITL, it's uh-huh. too late. Right, she, right, he right. put Italian, question mark? Oh, Lord. And no one else has said anything. They're so, all just
0: sitting there trying to figure out that one.
1: <laughs> I think I kind of feel bad a little bit because yeah. they were having this spirited conversation. And I you told everybody shut up, and now yeah, everyone's like, well.
0: well you're a killjoy. Well, in that
1: case, I guess I'll just go somewhere else. <laughs> Probably why no one watches this show. <laughs> Guys, we've got we're going to talk about oh the live action remake of Disney's Mulan right after this break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not. But it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for "It's Too Late" with Alan Mosley. Email us at alan at funnybroke So, uh, do, you, do you, Blake? Do you have, do you guys have Disney Plus? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's pretty much a requirement, right? Yeah, for the kids. When you
0: have kids, if you don't have Disney Plus, you're missing out.
1: The only thing I've seen on Disney Plus is The Mandalorian.
0: Which is coming back really soon on October 30th, which is exciting.
1: Is it? Yeah. So I've asked people when it's coming back, and October they've said 30th. that it got delayed or whatever. No,
0: that, that was the delay. It was supposed to come back on October
1: 3rd. Oh, well, that yeah. wasn't that. At least it was in the same month.
0: Yeah, or at least at least right at the beginning there.
1: So, yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, whatever. So, I mean, The Mandalorian was pretty good. Yep. This is the way. Yeah. This is um. But anyway, so Disney did a live-action remake of Mulan. And this comes on the heels. You know, they did the live-action. They did the Aladdin. Oh, yeah. Um, they did Lion King. But Lion King, I always felt like that doesn't count as live-action because it's all CGI. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it's all CGI, it's, it's still basically a cartoon. It just yeah. looks real. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I really count that one. So they decided to do Mulan. Uh-huh um the animated movie mulan that had the little remember the little dragon uh-huh. well so it had little dragon eddie murphy uh-huh. um so he's not in the movie anymore by the way
0: well that just kills the whole movie. yeah
1: they, that, that that does kind of kill the movie I know. uh but anyway so they did a live action remake of mulan uh-huh. and you can watch it because you know how the box office because of yeah. the Modelo virus the box office yeah, yeah. is basically disrupted yeah. So they put it on Disney Plus, okay. But you have to pay thirty dollars to watch it what? on Disney Plus.
0: What? Yes. Are you serious? Thirty yes. bucks? You already pay like ten bucks a month for the service.
1: Yeah. So I, it's 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 pretty crazy. That's so crazy. Th- that's actually not what we're talking about today. I'm just simply <laughs> saying you gotta you gotta really think wow. this is some high class cinema to feel like it's worth it.
0: I better get McDonald's Szechuan sauce with that.
1: Yeah. That's all you care about.
0: Have you had that stuff? Can you remember it?
1: I don't, you know, I don't even think I had it, to be honest with you.
0: You missed out on a major 80s moment, bro.
1: What did it taste like? Heaven. That doesn't tell me anything.
0: It was sweet. It was sour. It was spicy. But it wasn't hot. And it was just, God, God, it didn't make nuggets great. Anyways, continue
1: i feel a little uncomfortable so anyway this is an article it comes from the bbc news go and pull up that article right there uh, disney criticized for filming mulan in china's Xinjiang province now if you're uh, by the way just as an aside if i butcher pronunciations um go to euthanasia.com slash pronunciation there you go. Um, Disney is under fire for shooting its new film, Mulan in parts of China, where the government is accused of serious human rights abuses.
0: Imagine that.
1: Not the Chinese communist party. No. <laughs> no. Oh no. no. All right. So get that out of there. So anyway, so we're, this is going to be talking about the Uyghur Muslims who are uh, I mean, like, they're basically being genocided in, in Western China right now Jeez. by the, by the Chinese communist government. The final credits thank a government security agency in Xinjiang province, where about one million people, mostly Muslim Uyghurs, are thought to be detained. That's putting it nicely. The film was already the target of a boycott after its lead actress backed a crackdown on Hong Kong protesters. Go ahead and pull up the pull up the. So there, there's the lady that's that plays the titular role in. Mulan. Yeah. By by the way, that picture bothers me because I know it's her whole face and it's yeah. got the sword, but the sword should be covering up her face, not yeah, see, like see-through. Like you're seeing the reflection of her face, but oh. the reflection would be on the other side.
0: And she don't look like a dude at all. I don't care who you are.
1: Well, that was, that was always kind of one of the issues with Mulan in general is that there's always the cynics that say, but- yeah. Like who's fooled by this?
0: I know, and she doesn't cut her hair in the movie, from what I hear. So then the whole thing's just shot. Honestly.
1: Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's 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 an attractive yeah, young authoritarian man, monster. Yeah. She she's she's a pretty communist pig She'll for sure. Babies. Yeah. So 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 anyway, she was already Disney was already uh, the film was already being boycotted because she had made tweets talking about how she wanted the Chinese to crack down on the Hong Kong protesters. She's pro-police brutality down wow. there. So by, so get, get, get that ridiculous picture out of here. So first of all, if you or I made any public statement saying that we were pro-police brutality against protesters here, against Hong Kong, like, you're done. You're done. Hashtag Blake is over party. That's what you would see <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, but anyway, we'll set her aside for the moment, but okay. that's part of it. Disney has not commented on the row over the locations and the credits. China says its detention camps in Xinjiang are necessary to improve security. I I bet that's always how it's sold, isn't it? It's for security. The live-action film, which is one of the biggest releases of the year, is a remake of the 1998 animated story of a young girl who takes her father's place in the army. But fans in some Asian Asian countries are calling for a boycott after Chinese-born actress Liu Yifei, Again, I don't care enough. Sorry. It's all good. Made comments supporting Hong Kong's police who have been accused of violence. Accused, as if we don't have tons and tons and tons of video evidence. Just accused. um, Of violence against pro-democracy protesters in recent months. Then on Monday, social media users noticed that in the credits... Disney thanked a number of government entities in Xinjiang, including the Public Security Bureau in the city of Turpan and the, quote, publicity department of CPC Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomy Region Committee. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this, this is actually in the credits. The Public Security Bureau in Turpan is tasked with running China's re-education camps, in quotes, where Uyghurs are held in detention, uh, China expert Adrian Zins told the BBC. The, quote, publicity department named by Disney is responsible for producing state propaganda in the region. It is believed that one million Uyghur people have been forcibly detained in the high security prison camps in recent years, which, by the way, this article is trying to maintain journalistic integrity by not going too hard into well we know x y and z because we're really talking about mulan and, yeah. and the boycott but there are re- tons and tons of eyewitness accounts and reports of people who escaped the region talking about the sterilization of women Jeez. uh and children um uh, i mean it, it's a genocide these yeah. are these are in, these are these are internment camps yeah. these are uh uh, these are terrible play. I mean, this, yeah. this, is, this, is, this is on the top three list mm-hmm. of, of most horrific human rights abuses right there with North Korea. Yeah. So leaked documents and testimonies from camp uh, survivors reveal that inmates are locked up, indoctrinated, and punished, which claims which China has dismissed as fake news. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure they have. 2018 BBC investigation found evidence of security compounds built in the desert of Xinjiang, Uh, A model's video gives rare glimpses inside internment. Uh, Mr. Zins described Disney as an international corporation profiteering in the shadow of uh, concentration camps. The World Uyghur Congress tweeted, In the new Mulan, Disney thinks the Public Security Bureau in Turpan, which has been involved in the internment camps in eastern Turkestan. Now, I actually had some people that I ran this by and they said, you know, because I had said to them, imagine if we made a film, if we did this show, and in the, and in the special thanks of our credits, we put you know special thanks to the, the, the secret police, to, to the Nazis, for, for helping us with filming locations and, and logistics while we were filming in and around Auschwitz. Like, imagine if we said that, of course, you would be immediately an out, you would be person non-gratis, you yeah. would be an immediate outcast to society, you know, all, pl- all pleasant discourse would, would shun you. And they should. Yeah. You know, a- again, imagine if we were giving a special se- uh, thanks to Stalinist Russia, because we were filming in and around Ukraine during the Holodomor, where th- where were hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Ukrainians, uh, starved to death. Yeah. Again, you, you would be shunned from civil society, which you should be. Yeah. And, and I actually had people say, well, this isn't really the same thing because it's, it's, because we, it's not the same type of scale as a Holocaust. And I'd actually said, you know what? You're right. This is actually much worse. And I'll tell you why. It wasn't until some years after the end of World War II before the depths of the depravity of the concentration camps of the Holocaust truly came to light. Right. Like, obviously the reports were coming to the surface, but, but the mainstream consciousness, like the world, the, the, the international community yeah. didn't really know the depths of the horror right. until years later. Right. Same same thing for things in Stalinist Russia and in the Soviet Union. It wasn't until years later that that verifiable evidence was coming to light and that that Western so, uh, societies truly said, okay, that's what happened. We know this. Yeah. But we have all of the evidence in the world to talk about the plight of the Uyghur Muslims happening in real time. Yeah. That's one of the beauties of 2020, right? Between cell phones and the internet and everything else. We know these people are suffering other than the weight of the CCP and the the Chinese communist government. And yet Disney is still in bed with them. Not just in bed with them, not just in some sort of loose financial or international trade, but actually going to that province, thanking, thanking those authorities for helping them put on a good show. Goodness. I, again, I just I just can't imagine what the fallout would be if you and I did that, resulting from you know, Co- Co- it's the Communist Soviet yeah. Union, okay. <clears throat> Nazi <Yeah>. Germany. So <laughs> that so the, so the uh, Hong Kong pro democracy a- activist uh, Joshua Wong had condemned. Uh, Disney tweeting that viewers watching Milan are potentially complicit in the mass incarceration of Muslim Uyghurs. It just keeps getting worse. Now, when you watch Milan, not only are you turning a blind eye to police brutality and racial injustice due to what the lead actor s- stands for, you're also potentially complicit in the mass incarceration of Muslim Uyghurs. So, I, 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 I kind of want to end on on that note, talking a little bit about. Brutality and, and racial ju- injustice. Talking about social justice. Mm-hmm. Now, I know a lot of people have some really strong opinions on social justice. The SJWs, the protests going on in the United States, and the riots right now, and differentiating the difference between rioters and protest. All all that stuff. Yeah. The thing I want to say is is that there's a lot of corporations that piggyback on these types of movements. They want to make sure that their potential customers see, oh, we're doing our part. You know, every, every gay pride month, you know, yeah. slather the rainbow flag on all of our logos because right. that's going to signal to our paying customers, hey, we care. We care so much about wanting your money that we'll change our logo for 30 days. <laughs> you know, we, we care so much about the, about the uh, systemic racism that we'll black out our logo for a week. There you go. So, and so, and, and, and obviously I'm, I'm a cynic, but the point being is, is I, there absolutely is injustice in this world. But I don't wanna hear another word from the Disney Corporation about racial injustice and social justice. I don't want to hear another word from the Disney Corporation about, right. right. the, Disney Corporation about the, the plight of minorities in the world and and injustice the world over. I don't want to hear another word Mm-mm. because they obviously don't care. That's right. Maybe they do care about some matters closer to domestic than halfway across. Or maybe they do. I, I don't know. I'm sure there are individuals within Disney that do care about what we're talking about today. Yeah, But the company has signaled very clearly that that business interest with China trumps any concerns about human rights abuses so much so that they can film this movie, hire just bigoted POS actors and do it right next door to the concentration camps and not bat an eye. So I don't know how many of you are on Disney plus, and I don't know how many of you were going to fork over 30 more dollars to, to catch a glimpse of the live action Mulan. Don't do it. Yeah. You got to You got to send a message to Disney that no, how about we don't do that? Mm. We, we talked about the NBA on this program and sports Mm -hmm. leagues and and being anti Hong Kong and pro pro uh, Chinese government.
2: Yeah.
1: It's so important to be pro-Chinese people.
0: Yeah.
1: And not pro-Chinese communist government. Right. <sighs> Yikes. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. So, we're we're going to switch gears to something a little bit more lighthearted after okay. that nonsense. Yeah. Tomorrow, Thursday night is okay. the opening game of the NFL season. Now, you know me, I'm a fo- yeah, I'm a football guy. With everything going on in the world, I'm ready to just just check out and, and watch yeah. some football. I know that there's going to be some neckbeards in the audience tonight like, "Oh, I don't care about your sports ball game." <laughs> okay, euthanasiacom ball. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Point being is, is I'm excited for the NFL and I know that they're going to be doing some stuff related to Modelo virus. I'm trying to not say words that get us flagged. I'm trying to do a better job. (laughs) excuse me for trying to do a better job Blake
0: my, 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 yeah
1: yeah don't say it don't no, don't no, say no, it no, no, no. Can't say so that. so anyway, I know that they're doing some stuff. I know that like a lot of places won't have fans some stadiums will have fans but I'm sure it won't be full capacity. They're talking about uh, personnel on, on the sideline wearing masks, having personnel in the, all all in the booths, all that stuff. Yeah. But the point being is, is, this is actually a short list from ESPN of specific changes for this just 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 this year okay. to help combat the spread of the thing that shall not be named that are just ridiculous. So this is 15 NFL thing protocols you need to know. No more mascots, jersey swaps, or cheerleaders. Yes, it's going to get just this dumb. So, hold, so f- number one, electronic whistles are in. So I don't know, like you know how when the when the head referee is going to announce the call, yeah. he has the little pack on his belt uh-huh. so that he's on the inter- the intercom, yeah. you know. Yeah. So now they'll have every ref will have a second one of those. Okay. And it will be an electronic whistle. You hit the button and it blows well, a whistle, is- as opposed no, to you blowing a whistle, no, because the refs are walking around with masks and. <laughs> They don't want them blowing whistles and taking their, yeah, yeah. So there won't be any, yeah. Cheerleaders and mascots are out. No. So to minimize exposure to players and coaches, uh, they're, they're, they've pushed most non-essential people off the field. That includes cheerleaders and mascots. What's
0: going to happen to my mascot beatdowns, man? Come on. This...
1: I'm sorry, Jeez. buddy. I'm sorry. Like the Can't the best part. What's funny is is that the mascots are always in those huge gaudy costumes.
0: Wait, just, that just doesn't make any sense because they're already in masks,
1: dude. Okay, jersey swaps and handshakes are gone too. But wait, wait, wait this wait, wait, is wait. this is from the NFL's game day protocols. Home and away teams are prohibited from post-game interactions within 6 feet of one another that covers handshakes as well as the new the relatively newer tradition of players signing and swapping merchandise, jerseys, shoes, etc for personal collections. But, so these guys are going to be hitting and and tackling and pushing and shoving all over each other for 3 hours
0: everywhere. Just crashing into each other. With yeah, just just the sweat
1: and, and the sweat. mucus and even blood.
0: And they're yes. allowed to shake hands afterwards? But
1: they can't shake hands afterwards. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're still going to have the pre-game coin toss, but less people are allowed to come out.
0: Are, are, Do did they, did they have to wipe the coin, like, clean before they pick it up with,
1: like, a wet wipe or something? Dude, I don't know. Oh, jeez. Sideline reporters will need binoculars. So, you know how they have the sideline reporter who's down there <laughs> who, like, communicates with the people yeah. in the booth? And sometimes the sideline reporter will talk to, like, th- like, the player just scored a touchdown. Hey, uh-huh. hey, Johnny, how would you see on that touchdown run? <laughs> you know, whatever. So, they'll still be there. Yeah. But they have to stay away from the players. So it's so that it's kind of like a the player has to have like the little walkie-talkie in the t in the camera, uh-huh. and I'm over here and I'm talking into my camera. So so blank, what you see on that run, and then well, it goes to you, it you all the way over dude. there. Jeez. Jeez. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. That
0: that actually that could be a good thing. Sometimes the reporters are annoying.
1: So and there's some so uh, so uh, you know they're going to pipe in the crowd noise. Oh, they're not going to share Gatorade bottles. They're not gonna have buffets. So you like if you've seen football players, you know those guys have got to be able to eat. Oh, yeah. I bet they're eating I bet they're eating some high octane diet. You bet. So obviously, buffets are the norm uh-huh. for NFL players. So no buffets. All the players have to have individually sealed and wrapped plates with individually Jeez. sealed and wrapped silverware everywhere they go. <laughs> um, they're gonna love that. Avoiding <laughs> elevators. Uh, tons of cleanliness things uh, so they're going to have quarterbacks in quarantine really? so it's 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 all well and good to have your starting quarterback and maybe even a backup quarterback with the rest of the team because they're drilling right they're going over the yeah. playbook they're looking at film they're getting ready for tomorrow's some last minute adjustments for the game but most teams will be encouraged to have an emergency quarterback but he won't be with the team. He'll be kept away from the team in quarantine so that if like, there is a big breakout, you will have a healthy quarterback. Like the Pope
0: mobile is going to drive yes. up and
1: the guy's going to hop in. Yes. But just, but just for like the last guy in line though, because you want your starter yeah. to play. Yeah. Oh, yep. uh, Bobby's in a plastic bubble in the back, right? <laughs> so, so gatherings limited to 15 people. So Good if the players night. are going going anywhere and doing anything, it can't be. So so the uh, typical NFL roster is 50, uh, 53 players. Yeah. That's not counting coaches, personnel, trainers. So, um, so
0: a strict limit of 15 strict in Strict limit of right? 15. Okay, very good.
1: They're encouraging teams to take two or more charter planes as opposed to fitting the whole team on one plane. Sure. Split the team up into two or three planes. So okay. that way you can have more seats and rows in between the players.
0: Yeah, and you know, if one goes down, then at least the other two planes are still in the air. And got you
1: know, by the, team the, by the way, like, if you're doing all of this precaution to try to keep your team healthy. Yeah. But the team is together. Mm-hmm. And all the teams are doing it, but the teams are gonna play the game. yeah, so they're gonna be literally right on top of each other. I know. Then why bother separating your own players on a I, on their own plane? I don't know like That's either stupid. they're sick or they're not, right?
0: <laughs> It's like doesn't he, doesn't herd immunity account for something? I mean, these dudes are hanging out with each other. You know, what, but just look on the bright side. At least we're not watching everything with like it's like all flag football now.
1: You know. So, so here here's the last one before we take our final break. So they also have to keep private planes on standby and additional hotel floors on standby so that if a player or players or staff show any signs of COVID at any point during their travels they can be quarantined away from the rest of the team in separate hotels and then also get on separate planes and leave. Like, get out of Dodge. You, Oh, I heard you cough, Blake. So you have to get on Delta right <laughs> freaking right. now and get the hell out of here.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. These dudes are sweating and smacking into each other and then, oh, no, no,
1: no, no. You well, cannot shake hands. So, so ultimately, like, that's kind of the thing is it's like, the, why do they do it? Like, they, I can understand some general precautions, but just, just with all the data that's out there now about, about the thing, like, why are they doing all of this? Why why are they doing a lot of that particular stuff around game day specifically? Is it when you know practice? you're going to be on the line of scrimmage, you're going to be hitting, you're going to be tackling. Yeah. And the only thing I can I just it's signaling, right? It yeah. has to be. It's it just has be. to be signaling.
0: It has to be.
1: I, I I wanted to tell a really really quick anecdote. I, I know we're running short on time. That I do genuinely feel bad for people that have to go through this stuff, Mm -hmm. and and specifically, like, people – like, people – imagine the cashiers and stuff who work at retail places where, like, their parent company, like, their corporate bosses have Uh told that location, you must do X, Y, and Z. Right. So, like – like Janie, who's behind the register, like uh-huh. don't don't yell at Janie. It's not her fault because she didn't like she didn't do it. Yeah, like she didn't make the she didn't make ooh, she didn't make ooh. the thing, uh-huh. and she didn't set the rules. Right, they just have to do it because if they don't, then their you're bosses right. will tell them you're fired. Like yeah. they they just have to do the thing. Yeah, so don't don't yell at them. Like if you want to take a stand and whatever, that's fine. But you know you can be principled about something uh-huh. without being. Uh, Without being aggressive and honest towards other people who, you know, that their hands are kind of tied in the matter. And so I I guess the point being is, is that it's, it's just all signaling crap and, but I, but I'm not going to. So our good friend, Andrew Avery actually said this because someone was talking to him being a neckbeard, talking about not caring about pro sports. I'm not going to let those people determine what I do and don't enjoy. Right. I love football. I'm glad they're playing, uh-huh. and I'm going to watch. And yeah. I'm going—I'm not going to let the worries of the world determine whether or not I enjoy a football game.
0: Good, and you're going to let us know uh, so we can place our bets later. Who's well? The best chances? No,
1: well, you know, I—that is a thing that I typically do. Yeah, but this yeah. is this is a weird year, man. It is a weird year. It, 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 all the teams are going to be making adjustments yeah. that are kind of odd. But either way, I always say wait a few weeks. Uh-huh. Never place bets in week one. There you go. Because there's always going to be the teams that surprise mm-hmm. and, and blow out expectations. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. always going to be the teams that underperform. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the teams that just aren't ready for the season. They're not in playoff shape until later in the year. Gotcha. So I never, I never bet in week one. But we, we'll, we'll revisit we'll, that. Yes, we will. After a few, a few weeks <laughs> of the rigmarole. There you go. All right. We're going to take a final break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Like our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow us on Twitter. It's twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash TV. So I'm sitting here powering down, getting yeah. ready to end the show. Mm-hmm. Reminded me, we got to do a couple of our, uh, some of our uh, handiwork here. Okay. So all of those links... Yep. Plus Parlor. Yep. Add Alan Mosley. We need to add
0: that graphic too. Uh, yeah.
1: go you, so consider supporting the program at mm-hmm. our Patreon. Right. Patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Yes, please do. Um, and make sure, by the way, because it's navigating social media is just a nightmare. And goodness knows they throttle content that's not mainstream friendly. Right. So make sure if you, if you like and follow us on any of those platforms, huh? make sure you're hitting the little bell, going huh. over to follow on Facebook and yep. clicking see first. Yep. Make sure you're getting notifications for our content. Uh, I believe it was again last week that I had several people messen- messaging us after that week's show yeah. saying, hey, I didn't see anything. Huh. Hey, is it, too, is it too late to send a viewer mail? I didn't see the viewer mail. Hey, are you all doing a show this week? I hadn't heard anything. I'm like guys we do a show every Wednesday Yeah. every Wednesday night yep. at 9 o'clock eastern count. time on That's all of right. those platforms mm-hmm. you will find this program so make sure you're getting notifications so you know when we're going online consider supporting the show consider coming March 20th 2021 to yep. next year's live event everyone had such a great time in episode 100 this March next March March 20th be here at the studio for the live event mm-hmm. you can find that over on our Facebook page facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV yep is that everything?
0: That is everything, sir.
1: That is everything. Mm-hmm. Well, go go Vols slash Cowboys, but unfortunately not my Boise State Broncos because the Mountain West isn't playing in mm. fall. Sad. Euthanasia.com slash there Mountain West. Yeah, went I know. <sighs> Guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next week.